Welcome back to Daily DVR. Today we have a very special show for you. Yet again, we're going to be talking Yellow Jackets. Last time it was just me and Trey, but today we have three additional participants. We got a full house here. But before we get into introducing everyone, I just want to tell everyone to head over to DVRpodcast.com. Check out all our great shows. Heath and I just finished talking about the mayor of Kingstown. And starting next week, I'm going to be releasing the remainder of season two of Mindhunter on our Mindhunter feed, as well as right here on the Daily DVR feed. So let's get to it. Yellow Jackets sweeping the nation. A group of girls from New Jersey crash land and shenanigans happens both in the past and the future. Today with me first, let's say hi to Trey. I already told I already spoiled that one. So how you doing, Trey? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming back. We also have Gina. Gina, welcome back. Thank you, Axel. I'm excited to talk about this tonight. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And the aforementioned Heath Solo is here with us as well. What's up, Heath? What's up, Axel? This um, is this is going to be fun. This is a great show, and we have a good group, and I'm excited, baby. Yeah, me too. And jackets our, of yellow. Yeah, jackets of yellow in the air. Our great friend, <laughs> longtime podcaster, list maker, stat man, farmer, all around great guy. It's Andy. What's up, Ando? Uh, nothing much. It's it's currently about ten degrees below zero where I am. So if I end up like Jackie by the end of this podcast, somebody call the authorities. The authorities not working. Oh man, that is cold. I like that though. You got you have the. I'll have I'll have Misty mix something up for you, Ando. <laughs> Perfect. Wake you up. That'll keep me warm. Some yeah. Misty Mountain hops. I like it. That could be a beer that they sell. <laughs> um, well, listen. To start off the show, we're just going to kind of have a conversation. I said before we started, let's just talk. I don't really have so many ideas or like a list of mysteries or anything like that. We've all been watching the whole season, but I would like to start out if we can all go around. Just say now that the season's over, your overall feelings on it, the finale, what you liked, what you didn't like, just kind of, you know, like a brief explanation of your desire to talk about it and what you what you thought about this show this year. So let's start out with Solo. What's up, buddy? Oh, what do you have to say? Whoa. Um, what I have to say is I wouldn't have I I would have watched this show eventually, but because you told me you're like, Solo, watch this now. You'll love it. I'm like, okay. And it was one of those axle tones. Like I knew it wasn't like when you get around to it, watch it. He's like, watch it now. You'll love it. It's your show. I don't know if he said it's your show. I, I you know, it, it's like telephone. Sometimes you pick things. Up. Anyway, love the show. I am super into it. It, I really enjoyed it every week. I love the characters. I love the mystery. I love just what's going on. And I'm excited for the future. And this is one of the shows, like every Sunday, I was so looking forward to it. it like I had to see it. I, I didn't binge it. I watched it week to week. I, I, we watched the first two episodes and then week to week. But man, this is a this is a show I definitely want to podcast on in season two. So strap them up, Axel, because 
this, I think this is one we need to start covering. And uh, I, I really enjoyed it. It didn't, it, it was up to par with what I expected and some surprises, but honestly, this, this show, I'm really missing this show already. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a rewatch soon. That's how much I'm really into this. So I'm excited to talk about it tonight. Very cool. Gina, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I like Dark and Twisty. And, you know, the only reason I signed up for Showtime was to watch Dexter New Blood. But then I saw Yellow Jackets. I'm like, oh, I might as well just check it out. And I was hooked in the first episode. The cast is amazing. I mean, it's got some of my favorite all-time actresses. I mean, Juliette Lewis, she's just so perfect in this role. And her younger counterpart is great as well, young Natalie. And Christina Ricci as Misty is just bazonkers. <laughs> bazonkers. <laughs> Amazing. And yeah, you know, I. it's just one of the best shows I've seen, I think, in a long time. And I was reading one article. It sounds like they have seasons two and three at least kind of planned out yeah. in terms of where it goes. Um because Melanie Linsky's like, you have to tell me what happens <laughs> yeah, for her character, which I think is kind of funny. But yeah, I just think this hits so many notes and it's, you know, you've got nostalgia and the, the darkness and, you know, just all sorts of, you know, dealing with trauma, um, which I do a lot on um, Resisting Gilead podcast with The Handmaid's Tale, but, you know, this is something very different, but um but yeah, no, it's just great. Did you think? What did you think of the season of the season finale and the season as a whole? Did it, or were you happy with everything that we got? Yes, and I think the season finale was delivered on more levels than I could have imagined. Quite honestly, you have your cliffhanger, you have your kind of surprise death, and how it happens. You have, you know, kind of misty poisoning. So, you know, a couple surprise deaths, I guess, um, actually. And then um, I also, something I really liked about this season was just like the Jeff, her, um, Shauna's husband, like he is a great husband. Like that guy, <laughs> other than, you know, some blackmail issues, he's, he's great. <laughs> Like, I cannot believe how he has her back in so many ways and is, like, so forgiving. It's almost too good to be true, but I guess time will tell. But right now, I'm like, you're the best husband ever. Like, I don't even think she deserves you. You know, he tells her he loves her. She can't even say it back. And anyway, but yeah, no, I thought the whole, the season as a whole and the season finale Great. And of course, we find out there've got to be a couple of other of these folks alive as adults that we haven't seen, which yeah. I think there's a lot to talk about there. Cool. Cool. All right. Trey, how about you? What did you think of the finale? I really liked it. Um, I like that they gave us a lot more questions while answering like the main three that we had at the time. Like we know now who killed Travis. We know who the blackmailer was. We know who the antler queen is. Um, we know what happened to Jackie, but then they like left us hanging with um, like the big one right now is where the heck is Javi and who are these cult people? So I thought that it was like 
yeah, really good balance of leaving us wanting more and then also making sure it was like very satisfactorily wrapped up with the main questions that were plaguing us from like episode two. I don't, did you think, I, I don't see that's something that's interesting. Some of the things that you thought were definites, I'm not so sure. Like, I, I, I don't know. I felt, a, I felt like, I don't know if anything was definitely spelled out. For me, I felt like some of the some of the mysteries like you were talking about, like, do you do you think that um, really we know that Travis killed himself? No, I think the cult is behind it. Oh, OK. OK. Same here. All right. Cool. Yeah, cool. I, I think he was absolutely Good. murdered because okay. if Travis was like skeptical of the whole like ritualistic, like primal, ancient gods of earth and whatever um if he was like skeptical of all that it doesn't make sense that he would kill himself but like first i'm going to arrange these candles symbolically underneath me yeah okay that's good all right so we agree on that one because yeah that's what i thought that in the end like it seemed like she had accepted that and everyone was kind of accepting that like natalie's trying to be like he killed himself like kind of that's why she's gonna kill herself at the end right too. Yeah. And then when they bust in, it's kind of not only stopping her from doing that, but it's kind of telling us, oh, he didn't kill himself either. It's like a double change there. I, I enjoyed that. All right, cool. So Ando, we have not heard from you so far. What have you thought about this season? How did you get into it? And what did you think of the finale? Well, I know you and I, probably about two months ago, it was after the first or second episode, we talked about it briefly on a podcast for maybe two or three minutes. And I remember we were both really wild with the first couple episodes, but we were also not concerned, but we were wondering where it was going to go and if it was going to sustain it. And man, I thought it sustained it fantastically. We did our top 10 shows a couple of weeks or a week or so ago or whenever that was now. I had it like at number nine or eight because I wasn't sure if they were going to stick the landing. If I was going to redo that list now, it would probably be top five. I thought it was, I loved the way it ended. And like Heath said, if there was ever a show, I mean, this is like Westworld or like Lost, where this show begs to be podcasted about. The theorizing is, I mean, you can go anywhere. I love how, I love how you can see it as, I mean, one of the big questions I want to ask everybody, which is what everybody asks, a little bit I've read about the show is, is something supernatural or not? I mean, it can easily be read both ways. I have pretty strong feelings on which one I think it is, but I just, I think the show as a whole is just, it's great. I don't know which way it's going. It's the first time that I can remember since probably Homeland where there's a show on Showtime that I'm actively going to make sure I'm signed up for season two on. Mm-hmm. So I I think it's a, I mean, it's the most thing I've been interested in Showtime in for a long, long time. So I don't know. I'm just excited to talk about the whole thing. I didn't make any notes or anything. I actually just didn't, I didn't finish watching this until last night. I had some family stuff going on the last week, so I didn't have a chance to, and I remember like five minutes after I finished, I messaged Gina because she had said something on Facebook way back and after season one or two that does anybody want to podcast this? And I am kicking myself <laughs> for not accepting that offer at the time. I mean, every week I was just thinking more and more. I was like, damn it. We should have podcasted this because yeah. it's such a fun show. It's a good one. That's cool. Well, let's ask, let's, what, what do you think? Let's talk about that right away. Cause I think there are different specific mysteries that we could talk about. We talked a little bit about Travis, the cult and all that, but that is kind of that main mystery. And it has to do with, is there something supernatural going on? 
is this just like now that we know like that Lottie seems to be the head of this cult in and alive in the present time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we've and we got to see the initial incarnation, this night of them all getting dosed by mushrooms that kind of cre- seems to create this. There's stuff before, of course, too. Um, but what do you think, Andy? And I'd like to hear from everybody. Let's just kind of go pass it on um, to each other of whether or not you think that there is a supernatural element or not. And I will say that the producers, the people who created this show, whose names are Ashley Lyle and Bert Bart Nickerson, they did a couple podcasts. I, I just finished listening to one. They were on TV's top five, the Hollywood Reporter podcast. And um, they were, didn't want to answer that, right? Like they, it, mm. they, they, did, they pulled like a Damon and Carlton where they were like, what is supernatural really? They were like, everyone defines it in a different way. And I was like, yeah, I've heard this before. I watched Lost. <laughs> but uh, what let, what do you think, Andy? And kind of let's, uh, you know, just kind of go from there. See what everybody I th- thinks. I think that the, I think if there is something supernatural, I think they're going to keep teasing it out for a long time, which I'm fine with. I like that. Is it or isn't it thing? I mean, there's the three there's a couple things that i always point to uh, or i think about number one is the bear the bear on the plane just bursting into flames that's i mean i i can't think of a, a scientific reason why that would happen um lottie basically taming the bear and getting it to kneel down in front of her and um the in one of the early seasons the taisa's kid seeing the seeing the eyes and seeing having some weird stuff going on there too I, th- I think there is supernatural, but I think it's going to be a very slow reveal of it. Anyone else? Um, I think there's definitely something supernatural going on. And kind of if you like take everything you know from, you know, if you watch ever watch Ghost Hunters and things like that. And um, <laughs> so not saying that there's a poltergeist, but. It's been, it's kind of known that spirits are more likely to come around teenage girls. Got a group of them. And then I also think there's something about like Lottie definitely has some type of psychic ability. Um, I think a lot of that, you know, even though she's been on medication for schizophrenia, I think you guys mentioned at some point before she is still like what she, she predicted the prom queen, I guess she, she knew that two teachers are having an affair, you know, she still even had that gift without the drugs. I think both now that she's in an environment without the drugs and also an environment that's like super pure in nature. Like I'm sure kind of the noise of just everyday life around her probably dulls some of that down that like, whatever abilities she probably has are, are very sharpened. Um, yeah. So I definitely think there's, you know, whether it's spirit driven or just her seemingly psychic abilities, you know, I don't know how far you want to span supernatural, but yeah, I think there's stuff there. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Keith? Well, I, I think there's something going on and I think it's more specific with Thaisa and Lottie, I don't think 
there could be, you know, I don't want to get speculate. Like, I guess this is the wilderness in Canada. And, you know, I want to say the Island all the time, <laughs> really the Island made the plane crash. And, but I, I really do believe there with Thaisa and Lottie, there's something going on, whether it's supernatural or some sort of like spirits, as you said, um, there's, there's something going on now. I don't think it's with everyone yet. I don't think it's a, I think it could be one of those. They're just specific to them. And, you know, like a Misty, I'm sure she'd want to believe, but I don't know if she's connected as Lottie and Thaisa are, whether the connection's bad, good, but I mean, that thing with the bear, something had to, that was, that was ridiculous. The bear, I mean, unless the bear was sick and happened to fall down, which I don't (laughs) think so. Um, there, there was some, something going on because whatever's going on with Lottie, she looked into that bear's eyes. She was not afraid. And the bear just, and it just, um, my luck, I would do that. And the bear would just rip me apart. I'd be like, I got this, (laughs) you know, no connection with solo. And and remember they did have that seance too. And I know people that are very kind of superstitious about that thing. They're like, even if you watch a scene like that, it means you're inviting it into your house. And so (laughs) that's definitely when she appeared to be possessed by a spirit at that point and started speaking French and all that. Yeah. I mean, when you speak French, you know, you're possessed. So I mean, (laughs) 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 <laughs> no, but no, but there's definitely got to be something going on because that's just, I mean, I granted she's, you know, off her meds. I guess it's been about four months. So, but, but, but come on. But the only thing that bothers me guys, or not, I'm not going to say bothers me that either confuses me or whatnot is we're seeing this show is not from one perspective. It's from everyone's perspective. So I don't know what to believe at times. That's a I mean, it's point, from, dude. you know, mm-hmm. yep. so that's what can not, uh, con- that's what keeps me unsettled in which I kind of like in this show, because when we did loss for, for the most part, what you saw is what you, what you got, uh, you know, I'm sure there's other things, of course, we, you know, Jacob's cabin, et cetera. Um, but it, it really like you, you got Thais's point of view and then, jackies and then so it's very okay and i think that adds up to certain people believe what's going on or what the connection to the wilderness there the force and others are just kind of so i think that's what's going to keep us unsettled and keep us questioning whether or not um it's i don't think it's going to be point blank (laughs) you know so yeah i think that's a great point they're all unreliable narrators, right? We see right. their perspective, but it doesn't it doesn't like enlighten us, right? Like <laughs> it seems the more we spend time with some of them, either as older women or right or as younger girls during the crash, there is they it obscures more of them, right? Like the, even the way they react to things. Like I, what I think about is the way that Shauna reacted to uh, killing what's his. Uh, I'm trying to wait. Uh, what's his name? Jeff. Adam. Oh, Adam. The way she reacted to killing Adam, she just kind of did it, and then okay, it was a thing that happened, 
right? It kind of clued me into the fact that the people we're following, and I think we talked, uh, Trey and I talked a little bit about this on the first podcast we did is like they survived this thing. That doesn't necessarily mean like that we should be rooting for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> if they survive this, they were probably not the good people. They were probably the worst because of what we see it turn into, right? And we see a little bit more of that in the finale, like with Thais's like little shrine and the dog head and all that shit, oh. right? Which and might, Shauna knowing how to cut a body. Yeah, this is like, what I'm yeah. saying, uh-huh. right? Like they're still, they are the alphas, like we're, you know, we have, we've been, we have a little bit of uh, empathy, of course, mostly probably for Natalie and Shauna, but I think that we should reconsider that perhaps as like the seasons go on. Cause I'm not, I kind of like them less. That's one thing for me is I kind of like the lead characters less. They became more like Misty. Misty didn't differentiate herself as the crazy one. I started feeling, wait, they're all like her. I think Misty is a little more hardcore. Perhaps. Maybe just more honest. I think she's a little more, uh, you know, there was something about her in this. She was always kind of trying to fit in. And it always reminded me of Dexter in terms of, yeah, you do that. You do X to try and fit in. And so I'm kind of thinking that maybe she's kind of had this, uh, you know, psychopathic streak in her perhaps all along. I mean, we know she started <laughs> dosing people out there. So, um, you know, and who's who's to tell that she, you know, was, was that her start or had she even done some of that kind of stuff before? Mm. Uh, hey, Trey, we didn't hear from you about the supernatural. What do you think? Um. I think definitely supernatural and I have kind of thought that since the seance just because the like POV of whatever flew in through the window was like an external POV and it was very evil dead. So that's true. And Mm. like we also didn't really see wind. It was kind of just like something non-wind like came through the window and then nobody else like felt the blast from it. Just Lottie who was like immediately affected. So um, yeah, like from that point on, I've kind of thought there was like for sure like a spirit in the woods or something. Um, obviously, like I'm assuming connected to the symbols that were left there, maybe by people who like worshipped the spirit before. Um, and then also just um, Lottie's psychic abilities. I feel we have like basically a hundred percent proof at this point that yes, she is able to predict things. Um, like in my rewatch today, I just caught on to the fact that at one point Jackie finds Lottie standing in the middle of the water, just staring at the sky. And then it's the exact spot later where she's watching the plane crash of Laura Lee. So like, she obviously knows stuff's going to happen and it's not even that she has to verbalize it. Her, she just is kind of like led around by this intuition without always understanding what it is. So I think that's definitely proof that she's not just making lucky guesses to impress people, um, but that there's like some other force that she's tapped into. 
you know, I feel like you all are convincing me because initially when I thought about asking that question tonight, because for me, that's like a main thing that keeps me interested in the show. I mean, I love the characters and everything, but that kind of mystery, which is was also obviously at the center of Lost, and then we find out there is there is supernatural, but it's not really supernatural, right? And I feel like it's the same kind of thing we're going to find here, and I really love the use of them all using mushrooms. I think that's... Uh, for me, because I have used mushrooms in the past, I don't know if anyone else wants to talk about it, admit it or whatever, I don't care. But that feeling of having such a connection, when when I was tripping earlier, I haven't done it in years, but when I was in college, we used to go to this um, little like nature preserve that was off like right across from our uh, quads at Livingston campus. And we would like light a little fire and we would hang out in the woods and we'd end up doing things like building like a structure, right? Or just feeling some kind of connection to this land and to what brought us here and to like history. And you get into that kind of like old folk horror type stuff. And I think that that to me is like where they get that impetus for that supernatural, that kind of connection. You throw Lottie in there too. We, the thing, the only incident we have of proof of her like ability to see the future is that she started screaming, right? The car, they, they hit the dad or whatever slammed on the brakes. And then this other car came and hit there. I, that to me, I mean, I'm a skeptical person, but that was not proof enough to me that anything happened. Then she yelled in the car and then there was an accident. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like they, that could have caused him stopping. Could have some, I would have to watch it again, but I think it was, um, it was on the line enough of it being a coincidence or something supernatural and all this stuff. Like Andy, you said the bear catching fire. Well, did this underneath deceit, is part of the plane. Maybe that's what caught on fire. Yeah, and but if that was the case, wouldn't the seat burn first? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there's still people who think, you know, they brought down the tower. Like, people argue about everything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to say, it's just like in Game of Thrones, before I knew anything about the books or whatever, all that kind of stuff, it wasn't until I saw some dragons that I was like, okay, this shit is dry- fantasy land, right? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of feeling that the supernatural, like Andy said, they're going to draw it out. I kind of feel like that is what they're going to do, that there's never going to be a direct admission or we're going to see something. It's going to continue to be these coincidences in which it's kind of left up to the audience to decide. And the drug stuff for me and the beginning of the cult, it reminds me, there was this book. I was trying to find it. I think it's called The Immortality Key. There was another one, The Psychedelic Gospels, because there's a lot of writing and there's a lot of research that's been done in like the past couple decades as like, you know, mushrooms and tripping and stuff has become more therapeutic and all that, that the original 
when they started like Christianity and they did the started with the whole blood, you know, like body of Christ, blood of Christ, that it was actually drugs that they, they were tripping out and kind of, this is what led to all of these ideas and all that kind of stuff. Now, you know, some religious people might disagree with me, but, uh, for, for this show, I think it's kind of cool that they introduce that idea, which has some roots in like, and also like folk horror shit, right? Like a lot of witch shit, a lot of calling women witches was from people drinking or right. Or doing drugs and seeing shit and then the coming, Oh, it was the woman did it. Right. So I think that it's just an interesting idea to me that I don't, I don't think they're ever going to directly address it. And I think so far everything is coincidental. I see no direct evidence that, that I think they're showing us that there is supernatural, but you all have kind of made me think about it more. It's what I got. Any response? You're a yellow I think, jacket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think based on the fact that, um, like Natalie said, Travis never believed any of it, that you're right, that the show yeah. will always have it seem to us that it could go either way based on what you, the viewer, personally believes. Because um, obviously if Travis never saw any certain proof of it in his 19 months with the girls there, then there's there's reasonable doubt enough for him having looked through it. So, I mean, the, the main thing is also is like, whether there are any supernatural forces or not, if some of them are, will like believe Lottie no matter what, then it doesn't matter if there's supernatural forces at work. It's what they believe is happening. So I don't know. I think that's like All an right. interesting aspect mm-hmm. that we don't necessarily have to see yeah. like a demon talking to her. But if she says, Oh, a, a demon told me this and everyone listens to her, then they'll all act as if something supernatural is happening like mass hysteria. Um, so I think that's a really cool aspect of the show because I know a lot of people don't want there to be a supernatural aspect. So if they can still keep their viewership um, by not going too far into that territory, then from like a writing standpoint, it's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I'm up for it. You know, even though I am a skeptical person, when it happens in a show, I enjoy if the, if they do it right, they do it right, you know, and I'll accept it. I just think that they are being so purposefully ambiguous about it. Um, that it's leading. I mean, I want to know more about the cult too. That's that. I love that they brought a, a crazy cult in at the end. Well, and, and I think that's actually, whether it's supernatural or not, they're also establishing some sort of religion yeah, out there. Good point. Right, you right. know, whether it's, it's, mm-hmm. you know, kind of based on the belief that Lottie has some sort of powers where, but Laura Lee said, you've been touched by God. And so, you know, they're, um, I wonder if Lottie kind of is starting to think of herself as a God, or it reminds me of the state line episode that was on a few months ago, mother God, um, who was a cult leader. And, um, you know, it's, it, they're, they're, most cults are kind of about a belief system that is like a religion to them. And so Axel, I kind of, you know, I know you're not, you were raised Catholic like I was, and it's like, ah, you know, throw that out the door. But I find that, but Gina, when you think about that, right? Like what, even though I'm no longer Catholic, 
when I think about my upbringing and being in church and all like the body of Christ and walking mm-hmm. down with the incense, when I watch like a horror movie or like, but that's why I like that folk horror stuff. It really kind of reminds me of that, but it brings you back to like the origins of that. That's why I think it's super cool that if we look at this first season, if they'd say, Hey, this isn't really a show about a bunch of, you know, high school girls from New Jersey in a plane crash. This is about how a cult started that takes mm. over like the whole country. <laughs> like by season, okay. like that's <laughs> what I'm I'm wondering if that's going to take over the, it it expands this now, right? It's no longer just about them and their high school reunion and her husband right. and it's now about some larger group that maybe Lottie is now ready to strike, you know? Well, yes. And I feel like I know everyone was like, Adam is hobby and kind of all these other ideas. But I do think Adam is part of the Lottie cult. And I think his friend with a cabin in the Poconos could possibly be where the cult is located you know, and um, because and and I did like kind of like a really quick rewatch and, you know, there's a lot of controversy over poor Melanie Linsky, but they're like, why would these two hot guys, her husband and this guy be interested in her? Which is what? No, so yeah. bad. Oh, that's ridiculous. I don't know anyone. Yes. She's sexy as yeah, hell. That's... Nobody's saying yeah, that. I think Dude. so too. No, there is a, a there's someone man, even yeah. one of the crew members actually made a comment to her too. So this was like a uh, thing, and I guess it's a thing well, in social. Uh, However, the, you know, why can't Adam just be interested in her? And I yeah. do think he was, but the overzealous right, way he course. was, like waiting at her house and like you popping know, up at the hotel, Mister. Yeah. right. Like, Int- he was, come on, intentionally. Yeah. I'm sure leaving his driver's license behind. It was like he was doing everything he could to bust up that marriage and get her to go with him somewhere. That's a and, really good point. I didn't consider that the leaving the license behind could have been intentional. Yeah, mm, they always yeah. They say and, that, funny. right? And That's when she when she says to him that one point, "Who the fuck are you?" He looks scared. He looks scared yeah. like she's discovered some, like who he really is because he's a ghost on the internet. That's really hard to do. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's funny? Because the whole Adam is Javi thing, I'm like, then why would Adam, a.k.a. Javi, have the People's Magazine and all that? I, I don't know. I mean, he wanted to see if his name was mentioned. I don't know. But <laughs> also, <laughs> also, um, it, I freaking lost my train of thought trying to make a joke, and then I lost my. Train of <laughs> that's thought. that's the, the breaks, man. That's you know what? You know what? I think uh, the, the wilderness. The wilderness has got me. Got um, the wilderness. I can't. We need a name like the wilderness. The force of the will. I need something else. Yeah. The, the hell was it going to I don't know. They anyway, all the, right. I, I'll figure it out. Oh, I, I know where I was going. Because of damn Fight Club. Until Shauna's daughter, record, you know, saw him. I thought he was fake. <laughs> I thought he was just oh, an imagination. Nice. I thought it, I thought yeah. it was a Tyler Durden thing. Like Which I'm like, wait really a minute, is he... the mood of a like hotel scene where he comes yes. in at the last minute and is like, oh yes, yes detective so and so, I'm job, here about Heath. the bomb threat. 
that's where it really yeah. got me. I'm like, wait, this dude just shows up like out of the blue. I'm like, oh my God, he, he's not real. But then of course that was shot down. But I'm like, so like after Fight Club, <laughs> every show I watch, I'm like, oh, are they real? Are they? Okay. okay they are. Man, that's good. But I, I, I think that what you said, Gina, that he's a part of the cult makes perfect. I had not thought of that. And I 100% buy that now because you're right. He wasn't it. He I don't think he's Javi. I don't think he had anything to do with that. They, he, they'd recognize him or by now know him. Right. Or maybe even have a theory. It could be that person. So I think that I because he was when she said that to him, he definitely was like, uh, uh, they had him act like he was suspicious. You know, and he did act suspicious the whole time. You're right. He was so pushy, you know, and it was like he was just going to. Yeah, it was weird. And he just happened to like the car thing and he worked there. Like, I question if he even worked there, (laughs) you know, like he gave that dude 20 bucks to let him pretend he worked there. Um, Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. I like that a lot that he's part of that cult, because I think that's where I think this thing is going. I think that Yeah, cuz maybe that actual that was like an it could have been like an initiation thing. You get her to the cabin whatever, you're mm. you can become part of our cult or whatever cuz it's almost like when she hit him you could manipulate it where you want to get hit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a way to do it. I mean, it may not work all the time, but that's what I was thinking. I mean, just cuz it you know, it's like a con artist. Make it believe, you know, it's your idea make believe she hit him but like she was because shauna was kind of even like like it was your fault so you know that's where i was like hmm anyway sorry to cut you off buddy no that's fine um what do we think we mentioned a little bit about andy you mentioned um tasa's son seeing the what's he called the no-eyed man and we mm-hmm. see kind of something, and we also see something, her grandmother seeing this image, and then we see something, and then uh, I think, do we see it also in the woods one time? Or do Only you think- in the opening credits so far. Okay. But it, but it, it calls to me, though, about what you said, about, the, about how that point of view, because they have done that. There's a couple times that they did that. I was rewatching. I don't remember what episode it was just on and I turned it and it was one of the earlier episodes when it's just like they're in the forest and something just kind of peeks out at them and they kind of look around and then it peaks like they feel like they be, like there's a yeah. couple times like they've been yep. watched. Do you hmm. think that there's a connection? Maybe we'll find out more about her grandma. And, well, and I, I want to know too, is that connected to the, when they were all on shrooms and they were going after um, what's his name when they were in the cabin and that there's a point where you see a flash of a guy standing in the background. Oh yes, you're right. Is that guy connected to that? Oh. Well, there's also the man in the background of the, I don't know if it was Shauna's dream or if it was Jackie's dream and she was dying. There's that man in the background that says, we're so happy you finally joined us. Yeah. 
I was really annoyed that he wasn't speaking French. <laughs> right? He'd be like, "Wee like, oui, wee, oui, I'm Jacob had... in my cabin." <laughs> oh man! Oh, that's a good good memory on that. Yeah, I like that. See, because what they haven't done is that we've seen the symbol in the forest. There's no other real now there's the cabin itself of course and the dead dude up there but there wasn't much else that like really hinted towards another group or something like that you no, know the the, the markers yeah, of where they did I mean. the séance and they put the candles were those symbols What do you mean So when they did the séance um I only caught this on a rewatch. There's no way I caught it the first time. Um, Sean is setting up the candles and Jackie's like, no, put them on these markers because they're already there. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's the symbol. I didn't realize that. So they kind of inadvertently stepped into a pre-like and like activated the hell portal. That's kind of what it seems like. That's interesting. Oh, wow. That's subtle. Okay, yeah. I like that. And then those were also under Travis when they found his supposedly suicided body. Yeah, when he was hanging. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look. um, I just saw this on Vulture. They have a picture of that dude. And uh, he's also in the credits. The guy who is standing in the background. Yep. Yeah, I see that. Oh, it's the, arrived the hunter. Oh, they call Jacob him Jacob the hunter. hunter? No, well, the, he has a name in it, the hunter. The hunter. Well, hmm. Hunter's Hunter's cabin, I guess. Yeah, maybe it was his cabin. They're going to connect something. Now, yeah. there was something that was. you uh, uh it's put in a message on the Facebook, Gina, about the journal and having like movies that in Jackie's journal had a bunch of movies that hadn't come out yet. Well, I think a lot of people posted this and there was actually, I think an article I sent you guys afterwards because a lot of people were like, this, this is bogus because Titanic didn't come out until like 97 and this is 96. And yeah, I think what's the other one, bring it on. Like the, you know, the cheerleader movie, but then there was this, yeah, there was this article because people were up in arms about it and the showrunners were like, oh no, that's intentional. Don't worry. We'll get around to why that journal is like that. Ah, yes. And that leads to a crazy theory. Uh-oh. Are you ready? Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on, Axel. <laughs> Let me adjust myself. Right. Okay. The Shauna we see, Melanie Linsky, is actually Jackie. What? I just got chills. Yeah. <laughs> and she took her personality she took her personality, her name, you know, her identity. The other girls agreed to it at the time they were rescued, and they've kept it that way since. But wouldn't Shauna's parents and Jackie's parents like be able to recognize their kids after a year and a half? Yeah, yeah. I, it's just a th- I, th- I would think so. But this is a theory going around. Huh. Oh, that 
based I mean, on I those journals. But was, was I that love you. I think Jackie actually died. <laughs> <laughs> what's that like was that a theory before jackie actually no died? no that she took her identity not that it's actually her that she took her identity that, that jackie took shauna's identity oh wait yeah you're right she's Shauna. dead <laughs> she's dead she's dead so i don't know that's a theory though i just read it on the internet I, I okay well they they are before foolish. jackie died yeah <laughs> So I've got another question for you guys about kind of on that timeline thing that with the movies you're talking Shana, about. Yeah. Why at the at the class reunion, Allie gets up there and says we're the survivors and all this stuff. She's a freshman and they're all seniors. Exactly. What is going so, on okay, there? Okay, that's my question. For some reason, and now I've only seen the pilot once. I thought she was replaced by a freshman when no. she got hurt. No, no that was a freshman got hurt. Yeah, and when she Ta- was replaced by a freshman. Yeah, when Taisa like cut her off and broke her leg, she she was the fresh. She definitely was a freshman. Right. Oh, she was. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And then in the present day, she gets up on stage and says, "How welcome class of '96 or wh- however she puts it." I'm like, "You're not class mm-hmm. of '96." Yeah. Oh. Okay. I have an answer for the th- the Shauna Jackie thing, which is explainable. Is that? The flashbacks we're seeing are the memories of the girls who lived. So they, they, that law, what we saw was not really what happened. Shauna died. And then Jackie took over Shauna's life. Melanie Linsky is not present day Jackie. I'm I'm just, I just want to clarify it. I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no. They're they're eating shrooms and podcasts. Right. (laughs) That they would pull a thing where you would find out that everything we were seeing, because like you said, there is no one perspective to trust, right? right? So they could go back, and what we're seeing is their collective perspective. Right. What we're seeing. So then we're maybe other things will pop up, you know, because that that is kind of a a narrative. But if she took her identity, why is she called Shauna in present day? (laughs) Uh, No, that Jackie took her identity. She wanted to be Shauna. She didn't want to be Jackie anymore. She was sick of being. They're also only gone. Aren't they only gone in the wilderness for 18 or 19 months? She she would. Shauna wouldn't have changed that much. I agree. That much in a year or two. Yeah, I agree. I don't, but it, well, yeah. and and that makes the brunch with the parents really bizarre. Yeah, and very then, yeah. Bizarre. Hey, mom, and, dad. Oh, it's not me. But the, but again, and the relationship between Shauna and Taisa, like I feel like that's almost yes, the one constant yeah. between the before and the now. Oh yeah, yeah. That's good true. point. That's true. Yeah, that's okay. So she was a freshman then. So because I could see if she was a year younger. And didn't, you know, and sometimes you go to the reunion because you were friends with people the year ahead, but three years is a lot. Maybe it's the soccer team thing and she's just right. But that is kind of weird. Especially get up on stage and make a big scene about it. Yeah, I've been to plenty of movies too where you're not the same age as them, but you're not up there giving speeches if you're not from the class. No, no. So I I have like a theory that helps me to justify what is probably just like a continuity error on the writing. Um, So we knew that like, obviously Allie was a freshman, but she was also, I think, going to prom with possibly a senior. So I wonder if she just kind of like always hung out with the older kids. And then when 
Faye were stuck in the wilderness and she kind of wished it had been her for like the sake of having an awesome story and the attention that she just like kind of wheedled her way more and more into that class that she didn't graduate with so that she was like, you know, maybe ask the principal, oh, can I please be like the alumni in charge of their reunion so that I can organize it and do my little speech and my tribute. Yeah. Mm. That's possible because she was part of the soccer team. So that's a little, not cult, but little, you know, little (laughs) group in itself. Um, So that's, it's that I could buy that. Um, You know, cause I, cause listen, in 2021, 20, 22, they're not going to screw up like that. They can't. That's, I, I don't see that. Like, oh, we messed up. Oh, shoot. We said she was a freshman. Like, there's got to be something going on. That's kind of, that's kind of my it, thinking, too. It seems like it would be too big of a, a this, this show doesn't seem like it would be sloppy enough to make a mistake. Kind of nudie or Right. Bad. It's not like me and Ando doing some home videos in Minnesota, you know? <laughs> exactly. I mean, <laughs> but you know and the whole thing about the movies and the journal like that'd be something like i mean because i mean you got dinosaur jr playing you got all the music like to screw that up can't i mean i know titanic shot and it was released a lot later than it was pushed and pushed but like yeah that that seems kind of kind of weird too i mean i don't, I don't know I just hope there's there's got to be something to justify it because how could they really royally screw that up in season one? You know? Well. So should we talk about who we all think got out alive? Because at the very beginning of the season, there's Hit Girl being chased, and then there are eight people kind of left. Because as Misty is serving them, there's Antler Queen in the middle, which mm-hmm. I think we all believe now is Lottie. And then there are three people on each side of her. And then the offering, which was the ninth person. I think the offering was Mari. Um, and if we yeah. know the five people that we currently know definitely made it out, which are the four women and Travis. And now we know Lottie is still alive. It leaves two more people, right? Two that we're unsure about, and and I definitely think one is Van because yes, that's what I was going to say. See Van yep. becoming a true believer, but then it's kind of like a coin toss: like, is the third person Hobby? Is it one of the other girls? It's just really hard to tell at this point. Um, I think I totally agree with you about Van, just because you've invested so much time in that character as a teen and it would, you could also just from her look and you could say like maybe five or six different other actresses you want her to play. You know what I mean? Like it seems like a good setup to bring in another good actress like they've done already. Um, I, from, like I said, from her past, but also she did have that conversation about when she got attacked from the dogs and she was like, I was in between somewhere, right? Like there was something out there with us. She was talking about having like a near death experience. Uh And Uh like you said, Gina, she kind of, she's like the first or second joiner of the cult. You know, she's like an original cult member. So I think that she would be alive. My other guess is, Javi, 
I think he's got to be alive. And like maybe also like Lottie's like uh, maybe he's like the second in com- he becomes the second in command or something just to get the attention because that seems to be that brother thing. They started off with that. Then it became about survival and then it became about um, uh, what's his name? Travis basically being like the hot dude on campus. So you could see the younger brother kind of developing as he's out there and having like a kind of manhood battle with his brother, you know, what, what, I don't know. What does anyone else think? I think I think Van for sure. I mean, I think if she if she would have died, she would have died in that attack. And yeah, I mean, it's set point. up with the scars on her face. It's set up for a perfect reveal where all of a sudden we see somebody pop up and they've got a scar on her face <laughs> in the present day, and everybody's like, "Holy Andy's shit, so it's right, Van!" Right? Yeah. Like pulls the hat down or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Pull, pulls the face mask off, and you see the scars, <laughs> and you instantly know who it is. I mean, it'll be, and it'll be probably be awesome when it happens. Yeah, it's too good. It's it's writing itself. Um, I also think Van is still alive, mainly because of the scene where Taisa and Shauna are talking about when you feel it with a person. Taisa's not talking about having that, um, excuse me, having that feeling with someone as if she had it and lost it because that person, Van, oh. died. She talks about it as if, when you have that feeling with someone, you run away because you know it means bad stuff's headed for you, which makes me think that Van didn't die, but their relationship came to like a very tumultuous end in the wilderness, potentially because Thais is a skeptic and Van was like Lottie's number two. So she, yeah, she didn't sound like she was like remembering someone who was lost when she was talking to Shauna. It sounded like remembering something that ended very badly. Yeah. And you're, and that's such a great, and also just her relationship with Taisa makes it more interesting for her to come back because, you know, you got to get the team ups going, you know what I mean? So she can kind of <laughs> be like, um, we're, we have a past. Yeah. So I have a couple questions. I got, we got an email from frozen Jackie. Axel, so <laughs> okay. is it cool if I read it? Yes, please do. <laughs> All right. Here it is. Hey, DVR crew. Frozen Jackie here. Love the last podcast you did. Sorry I couldn't make it, but my best friend let me freeze to death. Anyway, I had some thoughts. Poor, poor Frozen Jackie. Okay. When Thaisa saved Van from the wolves attack, were there really wolves there? Or was it the wilderness force that played a trick on her mind? I mean, I guess Van would have said, why did you smash my face in my face in if there wasn't, but for some reason it felt like Ty was having a psychotic break. What do you guys think? This is what I'm talking about, about the memories being wrong, right? And us trusting. We've seen that in the present time, these women are all very deceptive and, seen Sean to murder someone right <laughs> so the fact i i don't know i like that i like the idea that we get a flashback and things look totally different than what we were first told would that upset anyone i'd be fine so with it i did, think it's a neat idea yeah yeah did you 
around this around the horn um there, you know frozen jackie has more questions but for now um do you think that was real because you know for me when i saw ty like bashing <laughs> i i guess fighting off the wolves like for some reason the way it was shot it just felt like it was in her in her mind for me but i'm like I, you know, so I'm confused. I mean, we assume the wolves there. I mean, she fell us, you know, she went sleepwalking and didn't, you know, wasn't, you know, guarding them as she was on the watch. But it just, it was weird. I when she like was, it, dude. Like, You're selling when me she on was it. Hitting, she ate her own hands. When she was hitting, she was, it did, well, she, when she was hitting, it like didn't see many wolves there. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, are you in wolves camp or Thaisa? you know, the wilderness playing tricks on her. I think the wolves were real, but like they weren't acting the way, like wolves don't attack groups of people that have a ton of fire in that way Mm. when there's as many wolves as there are humans to outnumber them. So, and I just kind of thought of this now, but maybe like if, if there was like a non-supernatural explanation for why, those wolves acted so unwolf-like and why the bear also acted so unbear-like by kneeling at Lottie's feet. Maybe they drank from the stream and there's something really off about that red water. Yeah. That's interesting. They they found some of the mushrooms or something. Yeah. There's tons of stuff. That water. Yeah. That waters could be. And that deer with the worm that was alive, but with the worms inside of it. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I think that, yeah, I just, I don't think many of those big animals are normal. Maybe. Maybe that's I like that. That's kind of cool. There. I do think it was like very weird though that almost like Thaisa in like her trance state set Van up to like almost be like a sacrifice to the wolves or to the woods because she took away her like protective uh, right her -hmm. protective necklace and then like hiked up a tree. So that she wouldn't get attacked herself because she wasn't like obviously mm. on that level with the wolves. So like that's very suspicious. So I I definitely like if if it turns out that it was in Ty's head that the wolves were there and like maybe even she attacked Van, um, I would believe it just because the circumstances of her being up in that tree with the necklace on and like the wolves acting very off was incredibly suspicious. I think that's right. a really yeah. cool idea. Because it brings up another kind of narrative device of we could see things different, but there's also things that are, are happening that we didn't see right at this time that had happened already. Like she is in somehow in contact with that spirit. She doesn't want to admit it to herself, right? Or to us in this version of the story we're seeing. But like she purpose, maybe she purposefully did it. There's a side of her that awakens. I mean, she's yeah. obviously doing this other shit too, like with the shrine and the eating the dirt and eating her yeah. hand and like it's... sacrificing her loved ones is like not yeah. something she's unfamiliar with. Mm. Yeah, mm. I, it's almost like she does have kind of a split personality, and that's what comes out when yeah. she's sleepwalking. Yeah. And remember when she and Shauna are like dishing about, oh, what do you think life would have been like if we hadn't crashed? And she says her whole spiel and Shauna's like, but you did all that. And, and she goes, yeah, but yeah. None, of it, none of it felt real. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. good catch. 
Like, there was, uh, there's one other thing with Thaisa that I thought was really strange that isn't really, I mean, it, all this other stuff is strange. I think there's something very odd going on with her. And I, I think she could be tied to the cult maybe or something. I don't know what, I don't, this isn't a fully formed thought yet, but the, her winning the election, they had basically said for the last, however many, two, three episodes that she's going to get her butt kicked and it's going to be okay. Oh, right. And wow. yeah, all of a sudden it's a miraculous upset victory that she wins and she's going to the Senate. Well, I don't. The, well, it's state senate yeah. or state senate. Okay. but um, yeah. but yeah, Colties <laughs> Coulters are in town, and they somehow rigged the election oh. because we know they're there. They they kidnap Natalie. They're close oh. by because they got Travis, and yeah, maybe one of them's rigging the election. That's what I wonder Adam, if that's some. Yeah, oh. Adam might be a member. So so yeah, I think they're definitely activated. And then Thais is like sleep culting in her basement poor biscuit rest in peace that was so sad and so shocking (laughs) my wife said that she either either she thought this or she had read it that that whole like thing with sacrificing the dog was to win the election like that we're seeing her her like little um uh altar right and that was to win and that maybe her other side is she doesn't know is doing that yep. and doing well, these sacrifices. But I like the idea of her. That's another thing is yeah. Uh, we find out there was a little trickery of uh, Shauna's husband being the one who was going, but he really, but but not responsible for Travis, right? So if we get right. like maybe she's already in contact. Tace is already in contact with that cult or something, right? Like has kind of sold them down the river. We just haven't seen that part. I just feel like whenever they do a show with flashbacks like this, it is kind of fun to then kind of flashback to the flashback and you see it in a different way or parts that you didn't see. That would be, uh, that would be believable. Well, speaking of believable, Frozen Jackie has another question. <laughs> Hit us, Frozen. So, so I didn't know this before I froze, but Lottie is the leader of a cult, it seems, in present time. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think our foursome knew Lottie got off the island, laugh, laugh out loud, or did she stay? Or do you think she got rescued with the crew? The only reason I asked, because there was never any mention of, of her from our foursome. In fact, Travis seems to be the only one mentioned and me, of course, Jackie saying that, do you think anyone else survived? So that goes back to, of course, we have two left. Um, So do you think they like with Lottie being the leader of the cult, did she like get rescued with them or did she stay or do they know she's alive? I mean, what do you think, they know about the cult and about Lottie's whole thing. I mean, it's all speculation right now because we don't know, but I just want to uh, – Frozen Jackie wants to hear your thoughts. I think that because they mentioned that, like, they wouldn't – sorry, Thaisa and Shauna were saying that Natalie was responsible for them being here, as in, like, in 2021, out of the wilderness, and – to me, that maybe indicates that based on now what we know that Lottie is Antler Queen and is like potentially a cult leader now, I think that maybe they eventually had a chance to be rescued. Like it was like 
so close to happening and that maybe Lottie wanted them to stay there. And then Nat was like the only one who stood up to her, um, which I think because of the scene in the Doom coming episode where Nat's mm. the one who like takes the knife away and is like, Lottie, like, I don't have time for your crazy bullshit right now. Uh, that made me think that it's going to come head to head with the two of them eventually. Yeah. So yeah, mm. based on yep. like little things here and there, I think that Nat's going to either maybe kill Lottie, like maybe Lottie's dead in the present day and someone's using her name to kind of like mess with Natalie. Like they obviously oh. know that she was like inquiring about them at the bank. So they could have been like, oh, the name, they could have like used the name Lottie Matthews to fuck with whoever figured out about Travis's bank account being closed. So like it could be Van or Mari or someone just using that name. But I think there's a good chance that Natalie, uh, the best shooter, the only one who can use that gun basically, uh, might actually kill Lottie to get everybody else out safely. I love what you said. And I want to say oh, that's two, awesome. two things. First, with um the group splitting up i think i totally agree with you i think that they because it doesn't seem like when they did the whole uh reunion thing they acted like they were the only ones who got out and then they made they made mention of travis too right with a pitcher so Mm -hmm. i don't think i think that that's what happened is that they left and then when we'll see like them on a helicopter and they'll be like, was there anyone else? And they'll be like, no. And then back, we'll know that like Lottie and a uh, fricking van and a couple of are still there. Right. Javi, like, like they stayed there. So then maybe they just don't, they, it just never occurred to them that they'd, uh, that she'd ever want to leave. Right. So that's why it was never, they never mentioned maybe it's Lottie, you know? Because they thought she's never going to leave the forest. And I can't remember the second thing, but that first thing is enough. <laughs> I can't remember. What were, what were we thought? What were we saying? Well, the, I don't remember the second part, but I totally like the idea of them splitting up. Yeah, no, it was just the because the our foursome never mentioned any other survivors yeah. other than Travis. Oh, oh, I know what it was. Jackie. Trey said maybe someone's using Lottie's identity, right? Mm-hmm. Well, think about this. There has been a reoccurring theme of journals and their story, right? And we know that Shauna had journals of what happened that her husband mm-hmm. read. Who's not, who's to say that there weren't other, that those got out. We know she doesn't remember. There's a whole thing about how she doesn't know about the internet and what's on the internet. Maybe her daughter put them on there. Maybe the maybe the husband decides decide to sell them because the thing didn't work out. He still owes that money as we leave this season, right? So maybe some cult arrived not from actual Lottie being alive, but from uh, some kind of journals getting out and it becoming like a cult from that. Just an idea. Well, it could be too, you know, Lottie could be alive or she's like the martyr of the cult. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, but so I, I have I a mean, feeling they, I have a feeling we're going to get a Lottie. I yeah, know. I think so too. Well, yeah. I don't know. I was listening to 
prestige TV on the ringer and they did a yellow jackets episode. And I thought they said something about Shannon Sussman being cast as Lottie present day. No, I, I don't love the actress. Mm, yeah. So, so I don't know if that was what they wanted or if that has happened. I guess she on Twitter does follow the cost, the wardrobe person and some of the actresses. So I don't know if that's been What's her name news. Shannon Sussman. Sharon, Sharon Sussman. She was in rules of attraction. Um, a Knight's Tale. Knight's Tale as well. Yeah. Yeah. She's so she's another one of those nineties actresses that yep. her as a modern day Lottie would be perfect. Oh, I'm trying to look it up to see, but I haven't heard oh, anything like a... that. Oh, okay. Here I see. Okay. Shannon Sossaman. Okay. Sossaman. Shannon or Sharon? Oh, Shannon. I see Shannon. her. Okay. I remember her. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I don't know if she's been cast. I don't think anybody's rumored. been cast. Hmm, I don't think anyone's been cast yet. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know. Thinking that Julia Jones could be a good adult Lottie, the woman that was just Dexter's girlfriend and the police chief. Yeah, no, it's not. No, she hasn't been. She's cast. fantastic. It's, but her name is out there, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, she's fantastic because I watched Dexter New Blood as well, and oh, I love her um, because I think one of the things too is because the actress who plays Lottie. She's not white. She's, I think, a mix of, I don't know if she's got a Native American mix, but. It's, it's um, Native, um, either New Zealand or Australian, I think. Yeah, okay. I think there's yeah, some, yeah. South, I think yeah. some South Pacific or yeah. Islander or some, something yeah. in that heritage. So I know there was something out there, like she wants, I don't know if it was her saying it, but make sure they don't cast, yeah. you know. Someone said Tia Carrera. So, <laughs> from the nineties, no. Wayne's no. World, party time. No, uh, you know, I was thinking too because I was hoping Jackie made it, and I was thinking of two, um, Natasha McElhorn or oh, yeah. um, Robin Tooney uh, would have been perfect Jackies, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, I'm just like, what the hell am I doing? I guess I got a lot of free time uh, to think about this <laughs> stuff, but, but. Um, but I just, man, this show, I, I really hope can the five of us cover this show in season two, Axel, I would like, I like to the group the we have. I like fun. the group it's always we about, have. Yeah. So it's about and time. everyone brings, everyone yes. brings something. And I think the five of us could really let's do it. Tackle this show. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's sign up for that because, you know, a show like this comes once in a while and. We both had, we all both, all five of us had the passion for it. And this would be something would be fun. Not just two of us doing it, but like the five of us collectively, because I, I, I don't know. I mean, who knows what will happen in another year with our lives, but let's try to do it because I, I'm, I'm like so into it now. And then with you guys, I'm just like, I'm more into it now. This, this is making me want to go rewatch it tomorrow, starting tomorrow. Seriously. Already, so seriously, I'm tomorrow. I'm talking about like after we're done with the pod. Well, yeah, you're, you're a little bit earlier time frame than I am. Heath. I got to get true. to bed after this. That true. Hey, That's true. You got to go to bed. I like that idea. I got another theory for you. Cause we haven't talked about that. Shauna is still pregnant. Oh, 
and what do we think happens with the baby? And one idea I had when we were chatting about the whole idea of Lottie and Van or other people like staying behind is maybe she leaves the baby with them. And I was Mm. thinking in some way could have Adam been her kid. No. I thought that too. He was thirty six. Oh, okay, <laughs> I know. I think yeah. he was too, okay, too old. Yeah. All right, X. Well, I got a big. I have a big theory about this. Okay, hit me. And, and part well, of it is tied into what you were saying about how the groups are going to separate. Because I have also thought that's going to happen. I think the cult is going to go off, and then they're going to kind of be separate. I think she's going to have the baby, and I think the cultists are going to are going to steal the baby, just like in another show that we all loved. <laughs> and. <laughs> And they are going to like what Heath was saying before about the, about at the reunion, them not mentioning other people. I think they think that they'll end up thinking somehow that the cult is is destroyed or dead or something. So they're not around anymore. The baby is raised by the cult. And when they come back here and show their presence again, the baby might be one of the heads of the cult or leading the cult somehow. Mm. I like that. I mean, it's a little far-reaching, but I, I don't yeah. think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna kill the baby. Is that something that wouldn't make it into Shauna's journal, though? Because mm. she read all the journals, and yeah. I don't know if he'd be okay with knowing that he's got another kid out there. Like, I think he would have brought that up. Like, she I could... read your journals. I've got a, a. We've got another kid out there. What? Let's go find him. Well... That, that, I mean, just because of that, that doesn't necessarily mean though that. That's not in the journal. They maybe just haven't talked about it. True, if, or if she could if she, lie. She could lie she, in her journal. Or, yeah, if, she, could lie. She, yeah, or she could not put it in the journal but, just because it's like, so traumatic. Exactly. And if Shauna thinks they're dead when they're rescued, if they think the cult is dead, he wouldn't be out there searching for another baby. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's a way out there theory. I, I, just, I don't like, think they think the cult is dead, though, because there was... At one point, when Shauna meets up with Thaisa, she's like, "You haven't heard from any of the others," and she goes, "No, not for months." And I don't oh. think she'd been in touch. The only person she'd been in touch with was Natalie. I don't think she'd been in touch with Misty or mm. Travis. Well, the that that actually that point Ooh. leads me to another question that I was going to have for you guys: Is that what if they when they got rescued? They did think that there's still 25 years in between that we have no idea what mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. It doesn't right. mean that like 10 oh. years after the rescue, all of a sudden the cult reappears and they've been gone for a while. We have right. to go back. Who says that they haven't gone whoa. back? Whoa, whoa, we have to go back? Right? Like they could, you That's... know what they could do? They could really throw us for a super loop and they could set, they could start another timeline that's like 15 years ago or like 12 years ago and have a whole nother cast. That's. That's right? what I was going to ask you guys. If we, if are, are we going to see that mixing time frame? Because there's so much yeah. in there. I don't think. There had so. to... I think that's a little bit much. You know what I mean? I think that. I think perhaps it would make sense though. But it seems as if it does. It would still fit with the story that when we pick up here, they have been living their those lives. You know what I mean? Like with their different differences that we've already understood about each one of them, but that there wasn't 
some great coming together before. But then again, we don't know. You're right. You know, you're right. We don't. I do. It was just a question I had. I do have some info from the showrunners. I don't know if we want to. Yeah. Talk. I mean, I know in Lost we had Damon and Carlton talk and debunk things. And I, I, you know, I, what about the people who don't read online who just watch the show? So I'm kind of, but I, I, I did hear that we are going to possibly see all the time in between, like when the, when they get rescued mm-hmm. or, and, and then the young teens, when they get back home and then early on with our adults. Oh, I so, like that. Cool. Because I did, I did hear that the showrunners have like five years planned, five seasons planned out in their right. heads. So there, there could be some back and forth. We also know I that would those things can them. change solo. You know yes, what I mean? Like, of course. <laughs> I mean, they, they could change yeah. next season when they're, you know. And in that so, same interview I referenced on that TV top five, that's why it did give me such a Damon and Carlton vibe because they were like, yeah, we pitched this as a five, like you're saying, like all these seasons. Right. But then in the next breath, they were like, but you know making something as and as we know it's completely different you know their budget which actors they have exactly right exactly like things what, could change what story they time. really they they also said that originally um what's her name the religious girl laura lee laura lee, laura lee. Yeah. originally laura lee dies in the plane crash as she's praying because they they want they thought it would be kind of interesting to build up this religious thing after showing the cult like i mean like the uh the how they were all dressed up in the woods and then to have mm-hmm. her die right away to like kind of cut that off but then start it again so but they liked the actress so much that they kept her alive so money money for the actress that's yeah. i like well, that she's good that well, just goes to show you when you're kidding, axel right? yeah axel i have a question i have a a thought real quick. So, you know, thinking of the direction of the show and the feel, like the colors and everything, you know, and of course I go back to lost and season one was very bright. And then it kind of ended on a dark note. Season two was very dark. Season three was a lot of greens and blues. And, and this, this first season made me feel like, it felt season two lostish the way it was shot. And I don't know with even the flashbacks and flash forward, whatever, it just felt like that. Now I'm not comparing it to loss. I mean, it has it's things we're going to always compare, but it just, it felt like um, it just reminded me of season two of lost the way it was shot and stuff. I don't know if you, caught that or what well, was definitely just, dark think about all this stuff even in the present day that happened at night right like right, they kept on right, going around right. at night um mm-hmm. and i could see though entering like there's a signal there with how jackie dies that the next season will be a lot about the winter you know and kind of like coming i mean it came like yeah. bright light bright too because you know like being snow blind and then maybe it could mm-hmm. start snowing in Jersey too, in the present day. I loved it when it's yeah, and I, and I love, I love the fact that we could have a whole season of snow. Just visually, it just adds so much. Yeah. Um. And I, you know, and I, you know, budget wise, that is more expensive. Um. 
but it, it really, I'm really getting excited because honestly, I mean, we love, <laughs> I love rain. I love snow and stuff. It's ridiculous how much I love that. But like, <laughs> I was even going to watch 911 Lone Star because it's all ice storm, but I decided not to, uh, because you know my friend Rob Lowe, I just said, dude, what? it's okay. But but like <laughs> honestly, like a whole season in snow would be just like wow. Uh, it would just it, oh. it would be pretty cool. Hey, I just found the Bill Kava thing, and you know I love snow too. Solo, um, Bill Kava I, says. I, so I'm thinking from the mention of Monmouth Avenue and Route Nine, and the zip code on the college acceptance letter that they're near Red Bank or Monmouth County, New Jersey. And Kim responds, the showrunners are from Belmar and Keensburg. So yeah, that's like Jersey Shore area. Mm. That makes sense. What, do you, what about the Rutgers thing, Axel? You're a Rutgers I know, grad. I, I know. That's my Did you? Martin. I mean, you and James Gandolfini get all like, oh, he's dead. Sorry. He did go to Rutgers. I can't, oh, you know, though, famously, Kurt Sutter was in the same I heard him on some podcast mention like quad uh quad four what was I in was I in quad four I think at at Livingston College and that's where I was Kurt Sutter was there too because I went to living it's now called Livingston campus it's no longer has, college. has he unblocked you on Twitter yet Axel nah I gave he's never gonna <laughs> unblock me I don't know what I said something like funny and he took it seriously he got mad at me and blocked me I well, anytime like, I see his writings, I don't exactly think great sense of humor. I well, that's 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 true, Andy. I should have known. <laughs> you could you could start a Twitter account blocked by Kurt Sutter and just like <laughs> I really should, but he he's uh he's coming back soon. What did he what left he? FX and he's doing a show for I think Apple. Oh. I think he's doing a show for Apple. Um Sons of Oranges. I don't oh man. SOA baby. I don't know. All right. Well, hey, listen, we've been going on for like an hour and a half. Did anyone have anything? Well, let's see. Uh, I think, Trey, we haven't heard from you in a little bit. Did you have anything else you wanted to bring up? One thing um, involving Sammy, Thais's son. So we know that Biscuit was mainly Sammy's dog. And then obviously Manny the doll was like his BFF who he carried around all the time. Do we think that somehow sleepwalking Thaisa is trying to hurt Sammy by uh, attacking the doll and the dog? Ooh, like they're, a like they're symbolically attached to her son. Mm. What if Sammy set up the shrine? That would be so scary. That'd I know. Be really... that'd be... Yeah. There's nothing I'm freaked. Sammy, Sammy freaks me out. Yeah, he's a That's good little actor. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. is. Him terrifying. Yeah, I like that. Oh, that is creepy. Yeah. Ooh, that I like that idea, too. Well, there's also, like, Ooh. maybe we'll see... The, I mean, initially, before he... Before it turned into him saying, like, I saw the uh, one-eyed man or anything... I think in the, they showed the grandmother thing first, and then I, I was thinking, like, maybe he, maybe it is coming from him. Like, you had mentioned, like, poltergeist and stuff, Gina. Like, he's, like, a little, I mean, like, younger than that. He's not going, like, it's not, like, post-puberty. But maybe he has some kind of, he's inherited that touch or whatever, the shinning 
that his mom has, you know? Um, that's awesome. another idea. All right, cool. Anybody have anything else? I just have one last thing. Hit me. Um, it's from Frozen Jackie. Oh, great. Um, Love her. She says, Axel, I hope to defrost soon, but it's not looking good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, she goes, oh, by the way, Axel, should Lottie have fed the bear or killed it? Ah, uh, that's mayor of Kingstown. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. That bear thing, though, too. Hey, that's not totally supernatural, I'm going to say, because there was that movie about that bear dude. Now, eventually, he got mauled and killed by a bear. But <laughs> if you do, if you show that you're tough, it won't a lot of ad, I don't know. I, it never really worked for me because I would get scared. But, you know, maybe it would work. Oh, oh I real not, quick. I, I'm sorry. Oh, I was, real quick. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, so... So, Teen Aquila, is that her name? I think it's Aquila, yeah. Yeah, Aquila. Aquila. So, that's not Thais's wife in present day? No, they just have uh, similar hair and faces. Okay, okay. Because, like, without IMDb and show running, we, me and my wife assumed that was, that was her. Okay, so it's not. Okay. But it's interesting to note, though, we don't know a lot about her wife, though, right? Right. There's certain characters in this show. Like we learned more about the husband, you know, like maybe we'll learn more about her wife. Maybe she's in the cult. Could all Mm. be in the cult. Dude, are we in the cult? I think I'm in the cult. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you're definitely in the cult. Ando's on the fringe. Yeah. Trey, she's in the cult. Nina wants to be in the cult, but they haven't yeah. asked her yet. Okay, okay. And, oh my god! And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a Observing. mess. Yeah. Well, wait. I think Andy. I'm the observer. You're the observer. Oh, I like that. Andy was going to tell us if we can, uh, if you could do that with a bear. I think you could stop a bear, weren't you? Before? Oh well, I don't, I don't know for sure, but I did like. 20 years ago, I went I was on a trip on my sister to Alaska and we went up and camped in Denali National Park, like camp, like real camping. And one of the things they told us was you couldn't, you didn't have to be afraid of the bears. You just wanted to make sure any food or anything like that was either securely locked in your car or like up in the, up in a tree somewhere. But they said, otherwise the bears would not, would not like come after you really, unless you gave them a reason to. So I don't know mm. if that really... The, the whole thing of them wandering into camp, though, I mean, it makes me think that the bear was hungry or, I mean, unless there's something else, so some supernatural thing going on. But either way, they did say don't mess with a bear. So <laughs> that's good. Advice. Yeah, never mess. Legend I do remember fire. that. It was a long time ago, but I remember that yes. piece of advice. I think generally people are like, don't fuck with bears. They'll yeah. Come yeah. Because they look, they look like teddy bears, but then once they stand up and growl, they, They're you're done. You. There, gotcha. All right. Well, listen, this has been fantastic. Thank you. Has it, Axel? Oh, it always is, especially <laughs> with know. you, Heath, Trey, Gina, Andy, and all the listeners. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I'll let everyone say goodbye in their own special way, one at a time. Let's start with Heath. Oh, I wanted to go last, but yeah, no, I, I definitely, I definitely going to be scouring eBay over the next year for a yellow jackets jacket. Oh, um, nice. you know, cause you know, me and my, my varsity letterman jacket doesn't quite fit the way it used to. Um, 
I was much skinnier. <laughs> so I, I kind of need a new one. Uh, no, but honestly, uh, great podcast guys. I mean, and gals. Um, but like this show, I absolutely love this show. I mean, I love Merrick Kingstown. I love my serial killer stuff. But this show to me is something that ah, I'm so into. And so I, I look forward to uh, talking more uh, with you guys. And uh, I think definitely, like I said, season two, we should definitely, the five of us, I think should just get on and do it weekly. What the hell? Let's I mean, it, we baby. can have a lot of fun with it. Like, honestly, I think Yellow Shack, Yellow Shackets, Yellow Jackets should be a flagship show of the DVR podcasting network. So I'm in, especially that Natalie, present day Natalie didn't kill herself. And shout outs to Christina Ricci. My God. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. I hope she gets an Emmy nod. Uh, she is fantastic. I love her so much. And I mean, I love the cast. The, the, the teen um, casting of this is unbelievable. You know, your Sophie Thatcher's, your Ella Purnell's, and Jasmine Savoy Brown. I mean, I mean, they're all amazing. So kudos. This show is awesome. I love it. Done. Solo out. I like it. All right. (laughs) How about you there, Ando? Well, I basically will just echo almost everything he said. I mean, this show is fantastic. Um, This was an awesome time talking to everybody tonight. A lot of fun. I hope when season two comes out that all of our schedules can align to be able to do this because I think it would be a blast. And I just that's really all I have to say. Otherwise, everything he said, you can just repeat it again. Just loop it back in, Axel, for my comments. <laughs> all right. Let's do a flashback to Heath. All right. Yep. Hey, flashback to Heath. Okay. Trey? I will say I had a lot of fun doing uh, the first Yellow Jackets podcast with Axel, and I had a lot of fun with everyone tonight and I look forward to doing this in season two. I think that's a really good idea. And thank you everyone out there for listening. And we hope you enjoyed your stay at Caligula Inn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gina. I was going to say that Misty Quigley is a true friend because how many other people would come over and snort your Coke to prevent you from, from falling off the wagon and i was just gonna also say it's been awesome buzz 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 bring it on yellow jacket season two all righty <laughs> i've talked enough peace out everybody thank you misty's cocaine the name That's of it. our podcast <laughs> <laughs> i was so happy when uh when Natalie found the some more cocaine on the ground. <laughs> so I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs>